man. We we ah, here we go. I've got a lot to talk about. A Yo, lot. Banner Sesh is back in action here on Chasing Birdies, and we're coming at you live today from the falling. Well, well, it's not live. I'm not. I know, bud. But okay, from our perspective, we are we're, we're live. live in the Falling Rock locker room here at Nemecolon. Not the women's locker room, the men's locker room. The men's locker room. You know, sometimes Bash gets sniffing around. So so I get up here, and next thing you know, I've, I, we don't even have a micro SD card for the podcast. And running around, running around. Tom Smith, uh, the guy, the do-it-all man up here at Nemecolon, saved the day. We got a busy day. Mm-hmm. We do. We have a very busy day. Uh, we actually have a little match this afternoon. Yeah. It's- JT Miller. Vancouver mm-hmm. Canucks uh, and Vincent Trocek of the Carolina Hurricanes versus the Chase and Birdie Boys. I don't even know if they know that that's happening, but it's happening. So we had some people back out last minute. It's always good. Day of, all that. So, day, yeah, whatever. Day of. I mean, who but, would we back predicted, out? but we predicted that. So. Who would back out the day of? Oh, I man. Know. I don't know. So tell us a little bit about uh, your golf game right now. We alluded to that fact on the last episode, Sam Bettinardi. And um, so tell tell the listeners what's going on with you right now, bud. It's as bad as it's as it's been. I can't explain it. It's the worst golf that I've played in in years. I can't put a number on it because who knows? That's probably a lie. But you know, I had the club championship. Well, let's go back to my Pine Valley round was not very good, mm-hmm. not a good showing. Um, and then from there, it just snowballed. I I had uh, I was exempt from the qualifying rounds for the club championship at Yaki Guinea Country Club. Mm-hmm. Did not do me any good, not playing. So I was, in, I was playing the eight seed on two Saturdays ago, three Saturdays ago, whatever it was. My man had me three down through five holes or six holes or whatever it was. And I was worried, man. Dude. I, I had no idea where the ball, I'm going smother left, high and right. And generally... My driver is my go-to, if, no matter how bad I'm hitting it. And then my irons are pretty consistent. Yeah. I, I didn't know where I was hitting a wedge. So you basically almost lost to a guy that couldn't even hold a club. Is, I mean. Is that right? I wouldn't say that. But he, he gave me a run for my money going into, I had him two down. I got back to two up. Going into 17, I lost it at 17. And then 18, I put it off the green from five feet, boys. Oh, bud. So I win that match one up. And then uh, the second round, I go against Keith Miller, who, um, plain and simple, beat my ass, man. It was like Tiger versus Stephen Ames. <laughs> and uh, he beat me five and four um, in the second round of the club championship, which... But you got, you got fucking drummed right there, bud. Five I, and four? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and honestly, it's not that he, he played great. He played pretty good. I mean, I think the one hole that impressed me was 13 par 3 he hit a uh, whatever he hit to like 3 feet to win the hole. Yeah. And, and but again I didn't he didn't have to do a whole hell of a lot. I played myself out of that match because I have no freaking clue where the ball's going. My putter grip's put on backwards. <laughs> I mean, that's the first mistake. I don't even I have used the same putter grip for the last 2 years. The leather Betnardi Golf not a big deal. I got a new one from them. Had somebody put it on backwards it, it might as well be backwards it's crooked. 90 degrees it's crooked. right okay but so i've adjusted to that on the putting green where i uh well bud i tell you what it's been a long time since we've played together yeah when's when's the last time you and i pegged it up together 
It's been a while, right? Can't even remember. Pre-Vail. Guarantee it, dude. Yeah, probably off our win at Pikewood. I bet you you're that, right. That's that's probably the last time we played. And, and Well, because you really don't come around anymore. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the Pikewood win was probably the last time you and I both played well. That was the last good round of golf I played. That's probably for me, too. And that, that goes back to middle of June. Mm-hmm. You know, playing the Oat State Open, shoot 90. You know, missed cut at the AM, shoot 100 in the club champ. I mean, it's like, what the hell? But people, that's the beauty of golf is it does that to you, and sometimes you just got to stick through it and let it beat you up a little bit. It humbles you because uh, we're not good. I mean, we're good relative to somebody, but we're not good. I mean, but if we were good, we wouldn't be here talking about our club championships. Right. As you all know by now, Chase and Birdies is proud to be partners with Holderness and Bourne. Check them out online at hbgolf.com. Holderness and Bourne makes fabulous pieces to help you look good on the course, even if your game is not up to par. Check out their new arrivals now for this golf season. Also, head on over to chasingbirdies.com to get some custom Chase and Birdie gear from Holderness and Bourne. We'll continue to drop these pieces through every season. That's chasingbirdies.com and Holderness and Bourne at hbgolf.com. I know that you have a lot going on in, in the golf world too, so we'll come back to my member guest rant that I need to go on. But you, you've had a lot. You, you, you got a lesson out in Vail. Mm-hmm. You come back. You're working on some things, man. It's not easy. What are you working that, on? That's, let's, let's talk about what you're working on. Well, you know, my, my grip has always been, my left hand has been extremely strong, and that's something that I've just gotten used to over the years. And, you know, the Larry Rinker told me in my lesson, he's like, buddy, you need, to, you need to weaken that grip a little bit. He said, that is your Achilles heel. And it's true. All my misses are left, generally speaking. So I've been working on getting that left hand a little more dialed left on the, on the club shaft. Making it a little weaker. Not your shaft, the, the golf club shaft. Yeah, correct, yeah. correct. Yeah, let's clarify. Not, not the shaft. The club. don't be don't be nasty. Uh huh. So my grip now is a little more neutral, maybe a little weaker, but uh, definitely a different feel for anybody out there who's ever tried to change their grip. It's not something that happens overnight. So that's what I've been going through, and honestly, I've seen a lot of good, positive, you know, results from it. But my scoring now is just atrocious. It's like, you know, get missing five, six greens around, not getting up and thing. down. You know, one for six on up and downs. I mean, stupid. It's terrible, and that's how you that's how you save strokes. So, but you know what, man? I look back on it now, and it's like, I just want to have fun when I'm playing golf, man. We go out there, we shoot the shit, listen to music. I get to go to Pronghorn again with my buddy Stephen Peering. I mean, the, which he's been quiet lately. Ever since the win, he's changed a little bit. He's got a little cocky. Oh, you know, he goes in every event now that he's going to win. And the guy, the guy told me the other day he was happy with 11th place. Yeah, but and and we can't. I can't have that mentality from my partner now. A month away from Pronghorn with mm-hmm. with Link Soul can't happen. But well, he shot me a Facetime at the this last week's Link Soul two man with my man Michael Sims, mm. uh, and Simsy actually ended up winning the two man. And I believe he played with John Ashworth, but regardless, hey, you look great, dude. You, you, 
they uh, sent their new swag. Nice. They, they outfitted us. Holderness and Born got us dialed in for the fall layering pieces. Mm. Uh, looks mm. great, though. I mean, hbgolf.com. Well, and, and you got your, your Ward sweater in orange. That's, that was your request. Out of everything, that's the one thing that you wanted. And you got it, and you got it on, and it's a little chilly up here in the morning. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, fall golf is the best golf. Anytime you can get out early September through early November, do it. Uh, it's, it's such a good time to play golf. And you know what I got? I went last night, and I bought a Pit Boss smoker, vertical smoker, because I'm really ready. You know, I'll be wearing that HD. Is it short enough? Yeah, bud. Uh, it's adjustable. Okay. Right. I mean, do you got to? <laughs> so I think this, this fall is going to be the time of year where I really dive into smoking some meats like we spoke about with Willie. I want to hear what, what you know you think about that because I know you're trying to dive in in that realm a little bit too. But So getting back, why did I say that? I said that because you were talking about the fall lingering pieces and waking up, chilly morning, throwing a hoodie, little cap, get the smoker going. Crack a cold beer if that's what you like. Yeah. And let the meat cook, man. And and football. Football. Mm-hmm. And you which, know which is yeah. It rolls us into what we're we're about to do. Um so Spades Corner, this is the official um kickoff. We've 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 given you we've given you guys a little bit of a teaser of Spades Corner, but Spades Corner is gonna be every episode. Again, it's gonna it's gonna break down a little bit of um Betting, gambling, um, some lines that are happening in in the future, um, so that you can get on and maybe a good line early on. But um, yeah, yeah, Spades Corner is going to be uh, really cool and really fun, and and maybe we'll see if if he has enough knowledge to to get us some PGA Tour bets. All right, I'll tell you right now, Spades Corner would be betting against us. Spades Corner on chasing birdies um, for you degenerate gamblers out there not inclusive of myself, um, we, uh, we relish in the season. Football is particularly March Madness, but it is football season. Let's give our buddy uh, over at Spades Corner a quick dialing call and see if we can get him on the line. Good morning. Spade, hey. what's up, buddy? Oh, not much. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. We wanted to. Um, we've we've all obviously introduced uh, Spade's Corner the last episode. Now we're bringing Spade in to to get a few uh, lines going, maybe for the first week of college football, and maybe you can also talk a little bit about smart gambling or bad gambling, whatever you want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, for first off, uh, th- thanks for having me on here, guys. Oh. I've listened. To uh, you, know, you know, a lot of your podcasts, uh, very interesting. Great timing with Annika Sorenstrom on there, and then also listen to uh, Doctor Bob Rotella. Very interesting with him as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, your uh, podcast is called Chasing Birdies. Mm-hmm. Um, chasing Birdies. Chasing Birdies uh, doesn't necessarily mean chasing birdies on the golf course, which you guys do a lot. Uh, you also mentioned that chasing birdies just in life, in your career, and things like that. So mm-hmm. when it comes to smart gambling, for me, chasing birdies means chasing the best possible number that I can get on a game. And, mm-hmm. you know, to do that, you have to have a lot of outs. And when I mean outs, a lot of different places where you can get your bet in. 
whether it's with your, you know, the mobile apps that are now very prevalent throughout the country now, now that sports gambling is legal, or through some of the offshore books that have been around for a while. So when you start mentioning about smart gambling, I look at that as getting the best number that I can on a game. And, um, you know, there's been with the college football games, the lines coming out that seems like earlier and earlier every year. I basically started in June with the Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so when I, you say you started in June, is that you're making lines or you started handicapping? Handic- what, what do you, when you say that, what do you mean? Sure, sure. What I mean by this is that there's, there's two approaches to gambling. You mentioned making lines and handicapping. That is more of a bottom-up approach to gambling, to sports gambling. The approach that I take is the top-down approach, where mm-hmm. these lines have already come out, okay? And mm-hmm. they, they came out in June. So the odds makers of all the different books uh, that I go through, they've already put the lines on. Now, what I'm looking for, then, is two things. One, disparities in the lines, because not every book has the same line. Okay, so I'm looking at kind of your sharper sports books, see what lines they have, and then compare it to the the uh, the apps that I have, and as well as the offshore lines as well, to see where there might be some disparities. So that's the approach that I'm taking. Quick example just happened two days ago. Um, the over under on a uh, on a football game. Uh, it was Boise State in Central Florida. Most of the world, meaning most of the sports books out there, had uh, the over-under at 68 and a half. One mm-hmm. place that I used, they had 71. Okay, that's a, And that's a big difference. Yes, it is. For me, that's perfect. Okay, So I hammered whatever I could on that under, that 71. Okay, Now, the game's two weeks away. Okay, So who knows what that number will be at that time. But if I really wanted to right now and just kind of looking to see where that line is, if I want to hedge my bets, I could take it over. I see there's 68 and a half and 69. Okay. So I've got a natural middle, but I, I really don't have interested interest in doing that. I really like that number that mm-hmm. I've got. So, right. you know, so that, that's kind of how, how I do things that, you know, when you start talking about, you know, smart gambling, I just try to get the best numbers I can. I look for disparities in lines, also looking for line moves because these lines move a lot. Some games move way much more than others. Also, please note, everybody, this is just advice. This is not go bet your house on, on the next game, the Boise State under, like, Spade is just helping us out here and, and getting us some numbers and, and make it a little more fun. And people that want to start gambling or that are currently gambling, getting in more involved. So just please know that. Uh, right, well, you, you, you said that perfectly because I have no intentions of giving people out five-star mm, picks or lead pipe no. blocks or anything like that. Well, I, I know a lot of listeners are, are recreational gamblers. Mm-hmm. You know, All I can do is help guide them through i think you said it you know on your last podcast guiding people through that's what i'm here to do maybe just help Mm. guide your more recreational gamblers just guide them through what what's going on what the lay of the land is maybe certain games things like that that people might be interested in now spade are you more interested in college football or nfl at this point right now it's mostly college um 
those NFL, my interest right now in the NFL has to do mostly with preseason. That's where the action is. Mm-hmm. And then in the NFL, you know, once those lines come out, they're, they're pretty locked in. You don't see wild movements like you see in the college game. All right. So um, right now it's college. And then I'll really start looking at the NFL more than likely after week one, because those week one lines came out like in May. Okay, for in the week one is like mid September, I think uh, summer, September uh, 10th weekend. So those lines are pretty good. I'll be more or less looking at when the lines come out for week two on this. Okay. So disparity in the lines. So, you know, even if you don't know anything about the team per se, if you're, you're solely focused on not necessarily matchups, you're looking either at, at line disparity or line movement and you're just pounding it. Exactly. As I mentioned, that Boise State Central Florida game, I couldn't name one player. And I, I you know, and I don't care either who's on the team. I just, know, I, you know, I just know right now I'm looking at this screen and I see like, uh, well, I don't want to name casinos on here, but I see a couple of casinos have 68 and a half, a couple have 69. I've got 71. I've got the best number as of right now. What mm-hmm. I'm going to be looking for is that game is on Thursday, September 2nd. Mm-hmm. That day, I'm going to look and see what the closing line is, okay, what the line ends up being, or closing total, I should say, is. And I'm hoping it's still that 68 and a half, 69, because then I have what we call, and I know we could do a whole nother podcast about this, I have what we call closing line value. And as mm-hmm. long as I have that, I'm going to be a long-term winner, as mm-hmm. long as I have that. So that that's that's kind of the overall goal. I mean, we could get really – deep into all this stuff, everything that I do. But that's my goal is to have the best number when the line closes, when the game kicks off. Well, we definitely want to incorporate you um, into these Banner Sesh podcasts more often. And this was a great introduction of you. I wanted to ask Spade a question. Are you more about quality of the bet or quantity? In other words, you know a lot of just average bettors, they'll bet the board. Yeah, but yeah. the the smart money is like, hey, if there's one game that sticks out the whole day, that's the only game I'm betting. Yeah, yeah, I'm more about the quality. That's all. Yeah. I'm not not worried, not concerned about quantity. Definitely, definitely the quality of the bet. That, as I mentioned before, closing line value. That's that's what I'm interested in. Um, if it's only one game, so be it. If it's ten games, so be it. But I'd rather have a day or a weekend where I go zero for ten but have closing line value in all 10 of those games, then going 10 and 0, where I just, hey, you know, I really like this team. I think they're good. I'm going to take them. I don't want that. Yeah. Okay. I want that closing line value because that's long-term success in what I success. do and how I do things. That makes sense, Spade. And that's probably why you've been a successful uh, sports better. Um, uh, but, and, and, been at this a long time, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. No, right, you guys, have been. All right, guys, can I get a word in? <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm looking at, at my site right now, and, you know, I'm looking at the Thursday, September 2nd games, and then Friday, September 3rd. It all starts, man. We're, we're, we're close. I mean, I'm looking at that Ohio State, Minnesota, Carolina, Virginia Tech. I mean, is there some, some lines you want to throw out there that you really like that are attractive to you? Yeah, you know, you, you mentioned those two games, and those are, um, you know, two of – I would say kind of your marquee games of 
of the to start the season. Um, there are a few games out there of top 25 matchups. Um, I think that uh, the one that a lot of your your listeners would be interested be interested in would be the I think it's the most marquee game out there, and that's Georgia and Clemson. Um, mm. I believe Clemson is ranked three and Georgia is ranked number five, according to the latest polls, which really have no factor on anything I do. Mm. But that that's a game that is pretty set in. The opening line was three, and it, it's pretty right. much stayed there. I've seen some fluctuations on the apps that I used earlier back in June and July, maybe three and a half and fours, but they have all pretty much settled into three right now. Tough game to, to really bet, but I know it's going to generate a lot of interest just because it's a 7.30 game, neutral oh, yeah. site neutral site in Charlotte, um, number three versus number five. And I, I, the only thing I can really help out uh, your listeners with is this, is that 65% of the public money is coming in on the underdog on Georgia. So people that everybody seems like the betters like, like the, the underdog, underdog in, in yeah, this that- one. Well, you know. that's interesting, though, that, and that's why we're we're starting this is because those are kind of percentages that I don't know, and I know that you don't know, bud. You can't even read over here, but um, <laughs> so it's it's interesting to see that that percentage uh, waiver, and, and I'm sure that percentage is going to change as we get closer to that ball game. No, mm-hmm. it, it, it's very possible. I mean, that line could even change as we get closer to the game. So. My my other question is: Are you is are, are you only uh, following college football? Do you like NHL, NFL? I mean, where else is your sweet spot? So I, I would say that you know, with the, the time that I have, and um, when I say time that I have, I only have really about uh, twenty to thirty hours a week, which makes me basically just a semi professional. Because the people who really do this for a living, they're twelve to sixteen hours a day, seven days a week. So mm-hmm. I, I really just hit uh, college and NFL football and then college basketball. And then really I'll dabble in, into a little bit of golf. Um, I've been able to find some angles on golf matchups, and three ball wow. matchups. Yeah, some of those angles unfortunately have closed. Um, when you keep hammering something time and time again and do well on it, eventually they're going to sharpen up their numbers at certain shots. So. Um, I'm always looking, you know, for golf matchups, yeah, you know, during the week, Monday, Tuesdays, see if I can find some disparities in the matchup odds. Um, one example, uh, not to get too technical, is if uh, a sharp books has golfer A at minus 175 and golfer B at plus 155, there might be some places out there that had golfer A at maybe minus 145. And if that's the case, then I can take minus 145, meaning 145 to win 100. And then at the other, I could take golfer B, 100 to win 155, and you can't lose doing yeah. that. Okay. Now, a lot of times I wouldn't take golfer B. I would just hammer golfer A, okay, because it's a bad number. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the things I'm, I'm looking for. But, you know, this time of year, I'm kind of like you guys. I'm trying to go out there and chase birdies or avoid double bogeys as well. So. Oh. Mm-hmm. Most of my time is spent then really, you know, starting in you know, now through basically college basketball season until April is mm. most of my time is spent on this. Busy season. Well, we uh, definitely look forward to another season of gambling here um, and taking some of your, not advice, but some of your angles of attack and 
you know, risking our own money doing it. I think that's a, that's a good way to put it. Um, sure. And it's here, man. I mean, football season's right around the corner. Now, today we playing a little golf this afternoon, and I think Jonathan's right now his um, line to break 90 is sitting at about minus 400. So it's a heavy favorite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, we'll, well see. I like that. <laughs> I definitely like that. That's for well, sure. We're not taking that bet right now, so. Yeah. Well. Understandable. Spade, listen, we appreciate your time looping you in here. And we'll we'll see you next episode, bud. And we'll uh we'll keep looping you in as much as you want to get on here because I think this would be a great segment of our show to add. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on. Like I said, hopefully I can I can help out because it just seems like every podcast about anything always has some gambling to it, aspect to it now. So mm-hmm. most of your sports podcasts are always having some some expert on there or somebody that knows something about sports gambling. So, you know, anything I can do to enhance your, your podcast, uh, I'm more than happy to do. So again, thank you for having me on today. No, uh, we appreciate the time and yeah, we'll, we'll be talking uh, on this segment again with you. Have a All good right, day. Very though, good guys. Thank you. You we'll too. Now. You now. Good luck out there. Uh-huh. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, bud, there you go. So you heard it, you heard it right there uh, from Spade. You're going to take that under in the Boise state game. It, I mean, my but my site doesn't even have a over under yet. So, I mean, but when you're, you know, you're betting quarters, it's a different story. <laughs> Only guy to uh, laugh at his own joke. It's hilarious, dude. We get it. We get it. Oh uh, right. shit! It's all fun. You're, you're the fucking man. Um. So let's get back to the golf. Mm-hmm. All right, you uh, played recently in the. Mm-hmm. West Virginia State Amateur. How'd mm. that go? Experience good? I mean, did you get housing there? What? Tell me a little bit about that. But I didn't. I didn't get housing there until last minute. I was posted up in Lewisburg, uh, at Airbnb. Couldn't get a house. Couldn't get a room. Finally got a room the day before, and um, I played like I played terrible. And you know, when you make a triple bogey from the middle of the fairway it stings. And then when you make a quad on a par three with a nine iron in your hand, it, it, it actually stings even worse. And I shook it off, man. So, you know, seven over on two holes. I felt like a million bucks. I uh, just kept going and ultimately missed a cut, um, which I didn't really expect otherwise. I mean, uh, and, and my second round kind of had the same trend going that day too. Made a triple on 16. Missed some short putts that I normally drain. So just wasn't my time. Everybody has their season, no matter what it is. This was not my season, and I give it up. So I'm not giving up. I give it up, meaning I'm not going to stress about it. So I don't think there's anything much more to talk about on my golf front, buddy, because it is atrocious. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a little mm-hmm. bit of a struggle, and, and we don't struggle at the same time. That's the weird part about this. So, you know, maybe it's the podcast. Maybe that is the, hey, bud, your time on your watch is wrong, eh? Oh, yeah, and I, I have a tendency of not setting the watch on my watch. What's the date? The time on my watch. The date's the 19th. No, on, on your? Uh, the 30th. <laughs> so. It's um it's 2.20 on the 30th. Okay. I don't know what, what month. AM but. or PM. You don't know that either. I don't know that. But. Um, 
It's a nice watch, though. Mm-hmm. Joyce's Jewelry Special, they got me there uh, late hours of the Christmas party last year. I was just sitting outside minding my own business at uh, 1230 in the morning. And next thing you know, yeah, you should buy this watch. Well, there you go. But, dude, I don't know. Uh, we just got a lot of good stuff with respect to Chasing Birdies. I know this this episode is just kind of a fun episode. Just put it out there. Nothing really serious. And we appreciate you listening to this episode. But um, we do have really, really good things coming up. Yeah, uh, we have hats being launched. They mm-hmm. should be on the site as we speak, chasingbirdies.co. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to run a little bit of a – you don't even know that I'm going to throw this out there, and I, maybe you disagree with me. But for the month of September mm-hmm. – Whoever purchases something on chasingbirdies.co mm-hmm. will put them in a drawing to have mm-hmm. them, will host them for a round of golf at Nemecolon. Don Dale. You okay. hear that, guys? So, so buy, you go to the site, purchase something. End of September, we're going to put all the names into a drawing. We'll draw it live. Maybe we'll do spade drawing, drawing it live. Instagram live or something? And uh, you pick. Two. Two people will pick. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. perfect. Two. Foursome. Yep. We'll bring you to Nemecolon. Well, we're not bringing you to Nemecolon, but we'll have you to Nemecolon. We'll, we'll cover your, your golf. Just buy something on, on the site. Now, bud, what if they don't aren't local to this area? Well, guess what? Then I'll sign a glove and send it to them. All right? <laughs> I don't know what you want to do. I'm not flying them in, so they got to figure out. Maybe tie a family vacation in Nemecolon. It's perfect, bud. Nemecolon.com. If you win... You book your, your family or girlfriend mm-hmm. or your significant other, and you come to Nemecolon for a couple of days, and the golf's on the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. So, our boy, our merch manager, Funna, has been, you know, oh, at least he says, which we'll take that with a grain of salt, but he's been playing a little golf each week, takes a day off of work, which is great for him. I mean, he needs a day off every now and then. But anyways, he uh, he's getting out there, stretching the back out, Um having some fun playing golf. So we got the merch manager playing golf more. We got you, you and I going the opposite direction. Um, and we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I got to vent a little bit about a member guest. Tell me. Let's go. So my man Brandon Katz have came uh, to Yaki Guinea member guest. Always a great time, man. The, the people are so much fun there. I mean, I could go on and on about the member guest and this, that, and the other. But there was a little bit of, I don't know, handicap hiccups this year. Okay. And uh, I thought something was going on. You know, the first match we had was against uh, Eric Danko. This guy wants a putter, a free putter cover. He wants me to cover his bag and decals, this, that, and the other for free, like he's some celebrity. But anyways, Eric's a pretty good player. He was getting six shots in nine holes, bud. Hmm. Wow. And the first flight. First off, that should be illegal. Like, the fact that he goes to bed every night taking six shots, whatever. I'm not going down that route. Right. Anyways, I'm thinking to myself, this is a lot of shots for a nine-hole match in the first flight. Yeah. That's crazy. So, we lose 5-4. Second mm-hmm. match, we lose 5-4. Mm-hmm. Third match, we have 4.5, 4.5. Mm-hmm. Fourth match, against my buddy Mark Torgent, we lose 5-4. Damn. And then we won six and a half, two and a half, the final match. We lost the whole thing by two and a half points. Now, we start asking questions in our last match. They said, all the handicaps have been screwed up, blah, 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 blah. B 
PK and I go to the go to the gin app to see the first the first match. He was supposed to get four shots, bud. He got six. That oh. whole match would have flipped. Yeah. Our favor. So they really So and I'm not saying that about my just my it could have been every match throughout the the whole member guest. And and you have this Calcutta where people were buying teams for eight hundred, mm-hmm. seven hundred dollars and they're in the handicaps aren't right. I just I don't know, man. I just have I, I don't double check it, whatever, put somebody in charge of the handicaps, but if you're gonna have gambling, the handicaps have to be correct. And um that that bothered me. As you can see, I'm 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 throwing things around everywhere. I know. You're I was just gonna say, dude, what the hell are you doing? But I mean yeah. But that sucks for you guys. You'd have had another one under your belt. At least you got one this year. Something to relish. But Yeah, bud. So all right now, bud. Well, but that was my vent, and I could keep going on and on about that. But whatever. Um, again, go to chaseandbirdies.co. Purchase something from now until the end of September. Mm-hmm. You and another person go to a drawing. We'll put everybody in a drawing. Draw two guests. We'll have you to Nemecolon. Play golf with us. If you're out of town, we'll figure something out. Yeah. We'll figure something I'll out. I'll send you a voucher. Yeah. But... Chasing underscore birdies on Instagram, chasing birdies on Facebook. Go give it a like and tee it high, let it fly. Hopefully, it's in the fairway. Yeah, for me right now, it's not. We'll see that here in a little bit with you, bud. Left, right, left, right, Army Golf. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to another episode here on Chasing Birdies. We hope you enjoyed this little anything goes type banter sesh and uh, keep chasing those birdies. Thank you to Simpler Media. Uh, and Evo for getting this thing done and Rachel London for all her help on our social media handles see ya